on BYU Sports Nation, the 10-win mark. Our roadmap back to double-digit victories for BYU football and a national ranking. The experts not seeing double digits will tell you the four games that will define the 2014 football season. Plus, Olympic swagger in studio. The Luge Coug, Olympian Kate Hansen bringing it. Plus, BYU Volleyball fresh off a European tour. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation on your radio and television, brought to you by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Thursday, May 29th, my name is Spencer Linton. I am teamed up with Jerem Jordan, the Nike Store's 17th all-time favorite shopper. In history, I once went to the uh, yeah the <laughs> employee store last year. I I mentioned this on the show, but I understand how women love shopping after I went there. My wife was like, "Hey, you ready?" I was like, "In no, an hour no, or two, no, we will be here until close." Love it wherever and however you dialed in. Great to have you with us. Welcome back, man. I feel like you don't work anymore. Yeah, I couldn't get in today. Uh, they <laughs> my ID didn't work at the doors anymore, which is weird. <laughs> No. Was, How many days have you had off the last two weeks? Doesn't matter, man. Listen, listen. There's X amount of days I still need to use. I, listen, I, you I, need to use them, punk. I, you I, need to take some vacay. Stop being a slacker and take some vacay. Fine. I'm not saying. Why am I I'm pointing not fingers? Saying, yeah. Why are you yelling at me? Because I'm passionate about this. Take some days off, Cal Ripken. I said welcome back, and you pointed at me and told me <laughs> that I was a slacker and needed to take vacation. Yes, you are a slacker, and you need to take a vacation. <laughs> It's the summer. Relax, man. We've got football season. We're here like every stinking day. It'll be fun. Let's see. Eight shows we've done. Uh, let's see. You've been in four of the last eight shows. You're a 50 percenter. All right. <laughs> That's good from three. <laughs> that is a That's great really three-point three, percentage. Hey, you join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. I love the awkward pauses that you give me sometime. Uh, it's by design. Uh, I know. They're it, purposeful. It, it is deliberate. They're purposeful. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and get involved in today's Twitter conversation. Football! Okay, we're going to talk about the four games that will define BYU season. So we ask, what will BYU football's record be against Houston, Utah State, Central Florida, and Boise State this season? There is Use... also designed purpose in this question yes. as well. Use the hashtag BYUSN. We'll explain in a moment, but what will BYU's record be against Houston, Utah State, Central Florida, and Boise State. Listen to the show, noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Many of you watching the simulcast live on BYU TV and on BYUtv.org. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Ten wins or bust? I think ten wins. We're probably a top 25 team, which is to me the minimum threshold from a ranking standpoint that uh, I'd like to be every year. Bronco Mendenhall on the minimum threshold, his benchmark for number of wins and a national ranking. It stands at 10. The standard for Bronco Mendenhall is double-digit wins, exactly where it should be. And that soundbite was the day after signing day, referencing last season. Now we look ahead to the 2014 season. Double-digit wins is what BYU needs. You talk about nationally relevant, 10 wins will have a certain degree of relevance, 11, you're very relevant. 12, you're the most relevant non-AQ uh, or now non-Power 5. BYU must get double-digit wins in 2014 to be relevant. Why are we talking about this right now, today on May 29th? Why not? Phil Steele is one of the nation's leading college football 
I don't know, projectionists, prognosticators. Every, a lot of people buy his magazine because they want to know what he thinks. Okay, he says preseasonologist. Yes, preseasonologist. Nice. Yeah. That's his niche. Like name. I'll be the kickerologist or whatever. We <laughs> the Lou Groza Award <laughs> specialist. <laughs> he says. And I quote, the schedule for BYU is more manageable, and they will contend for the top record of the independents. Yay. <laughs> the independent conference. We're going to release a logo today that's but, just italics. But then he says they will top last year's eight-win total. So he has them at nine wins, I'm guessing. I, I don't know that he would go to ten. He says they will get more than the eight wins they've had over the past two seasons. So we'll say Phil's at nine. Athlon Sports set BYU's win total in their preseason magazine at 9.5, but both of their experts chose under 9.5. So let's generalize that. We're going to assume that's nine. Early national consensus, BYU wins nine games. One more than last year. Probably, and that's regular season. Whenever I look Not at including the season, a bowl game. if you win more than six, I assume that there's a bowl game in there, and you don't know the matchup, so it's hard to project or preseasonologize. But uh, so we're looking at the regular season. What I think nine and a half is a, a good line if you're going to put it somewhere. But let's break it down. Uh, which games we think BYU wins for sure? Which games maybe are losses, and which games are the fifty fifties? Which is our question today on Twitter. Some of you may be saying, "What are you? What are these people looking at? BYU is going to win at least ten games because of the schedule and Taysom Hill and all the talent." Okay, let's let's step back for a let's moment. Let's look at the opponents one by one to see what they yield. Okay, let's try and understand and those situations. Why the national pundits are projecting nine wins? BYU has won eight games in each of the last two seasons. Not okay. BYU is coming BYU off a bowl loss. They lose their all-time leading receiver in Cody Hoffman and arguably the greatest defensive player to ever wear a BYU uniform, Kyle Van Noy. Maybe the greatest playmaker. I, defender, no way, but. Most exciting yeah, yeah, defensive player. Yeah. Playmaker, game changer, all of those. They lose, A second-round pick. They lose those guys, and, and now, now I start to see, okay, yeah, that makes sense why they would pick BYU to win nine games. They, they're not as dialed in as we are. They're just not. They don't have time to but, be dialed in. But I like their perspective because they're looking at BYU's schedule and thinking differently than we think. A national perspective. Okay, now when you think about what the magazine guy's looking at, nine wins, of course, sounds reasonable. Jeremy and I have taken this... Next level, and we have isolated the five season-shifting games, four specifically we're calling 50-50s, on the 2014 schedule. The biggest game, that's easy, at Texas. Texas, yes. And to me, uh, if you take a step back and you look at what's the most likely loss on the schedule, it's Texas. They will not be favored in that game. However, I think BYU will be competitive and maybe win that game. But just for the sake of let's look at the schedule from a 1,000-foot view, uh, let's pencil in an L there, okay? With Texas. Okay. That's not what I think will happen, but let's just pencil in and out. Then there are seven games BYU should win. Yes. Must wins yes. if they want to win ten if games. If you want to be taken seriously, you have to beat all of the following teams. UConn, Virginia, Nevada, Middle Tennessee State, UNLV, Savannah State, and California. Tricky Cal's game to bad, close out the sneaky. season. Yeah. You have to win those seven games. In our opinion, if BYU ha- is going to win ten games this season, those are seven must wins. You wins. can't lose to any of those teams and be taken seriously nationally. You can't. Now we have the 50-50 games. Here's where it gets interesting. The contests that we feel will ultimately shape how this season is defined. Yes. Success yes. or letdown. Every year I look at the BYU schedule and I look at a set of games that's no more than five, a minimum of three, that will shape the season. And then I look and say, what will BYU's record be in those games? And that will define the season. And that's assuming that you don't lose games you shouldn't lose, like those seven that we mentioned. 
like 2012 at San Jose State. I thought that wasn't a game that I had BYU losing, and they lost it. So the big four that we're talking about in our Twitter question, Houston at home, Utah State at home, at Central Florida, at Boise State, those four. We're not saying that those are trap games. We're just saying these, these, are, these are the contests that BYU really like it, need. Like if you go 3-1 and one in there, you're probably going to win 10 games. Yes. If you go 2-2, two and two, you're on the It's going to be you're, close. You're on the fringe. We're assuming, we're assuming seven wins in those games we mentioned and a loss at Texas. Now we look at those four. That's what we're doing right now. So you have to go 3-1 and one in those four if you have a loss at Texas and you win the other seven yeah. games to win 10 in the regular season. There's a lot of what-ifs, so that's why we're lightly defining loss to Texas, uh, uh, win in all seven. Because if you lose one of those seven, now it's like, oh, that, that changes things. But we're so far away. These four define them, uh, def- will define the season, in my opinion. Home if you go 3-1, and one, money. Home opener against Houston is on a Thursday night coming off of the game at Texas. They have five, five days. days. Home opener. That that is the you biggest go Texas trap game Houston back to back at Texas home to Houston five days later on ESPN, and, and these these four games uh, and you throw in Texas are big time and BYU's actually been good against these teams recently, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Holler five and zero oh. BYU's record versus 2014's Big Five those four plus Texas the last time they played. Texas, Houston, Utah State, Central Florida in 2011. Boise State. BYU beat them the last time they played all of them. They have win streaks against all of the big five. Look at that. What do you know? <laughs> I like that stat. That might be one of my favorites we've ever done. You mentioned Houston. That is a that was a shootout that BYU won on the road. I think because it's at home, BYU wins the game. They went, they, okay. But they're, they're a team on the rise, man. BYU's they return not going to John Children of O'Corn. BYU by 17 Houston's plus. a good what? team. No, no. They, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, <laughs> that's a more challenging plus. game than you think. Okay, Utah State at home. BYU's going to win that game. Blew them out last year, but they've been close. I really prior. believe BYU goes undefeated at home this year. Again, 6-0. and oh. I do too. Yeah, they're going to win all the games at home. At Central Florida, they Ooh. lost Blake Bortles, third pick in the draft. But they're still considered by a lot of the preseason the publications American, to be a ranked team and the, the best team the in the best. American. That's a challenging game. Second most challenging game. BYU has not played well in Florida. Okay, that's the other thing. But they thing. haven't played the likes of Central Florida, so let's go. And then at Boise State, new head coach, uh, program in flux. Now they have Albertson Stadium. How will that impact their season? It won't. What's their record in these four games, Jaron? Three and one. I, okay. Three and one. I can't disagree. You know, I know we disagree sometimes, I mean, I, but I think that BYU wins both home games and they will win one of those big road games. I, I would love, and certainly we're not saying that they can't, and that this is oh, what's I'd love going for them to, to go. Yeah, we want them to win. We want them to win every game. We want them to go four and zero, but three and one I feel like is reasonable. I will take ten and two every stinking year, man. man. I yeah. might take nine and three because then maybe you win the bowl game, you get to double digits. But ten and two would be fantastic. What will BYU's record be in those four 50-50 games? That is our Twitter question. Let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat for other trending topics. BYU linebacker coach Kelly Papinga tweeting out last night a picture that he was visiting the 49ers. He said this, BYU football just got better. Thanks, 49ers. I'm assuming some other assistant coaches were with him. We don't know that for sure. But a couple years ago, they visited the Steelers, now the Niners. Nice. Men's and women's NCAA track and field regionals start in Fayetteville, Arkansas today. Jared Ward, mustache, and Lexi Eaton, yeah, two of the I athletes that. headlining for BYU. <laughs> Jared, Jared Ward's number one fan right now, Jerem Jordan. Woo! 
<laughs> BYU soccer at FC Tucson tonight. We gave Garrett G the Sports Nation karma yesterday. He brought us a brand new soccer ball. Nice. We have it on the desk. Thanks, so, Garrett. Cougars trying to stay undefeated on the road. This is their first true road test. Again, let's go to the Twitter machine for some answers now. You got tweets. What will BYU's record be against Houston, Utah State, Central Florida, and Boise State this season? The four 50-50 games. At Toshalin 19. UCF might take us down. That game will come at the end of a tough stretch. It's a quick turnaround and on the road. So I'll say three and one. Toshalin agrees with Jeremy and I. Yeah, that's a six-day turnaround from Friday, Friday to a Thursday. At Sports Bros. Uh, unfortunately, the Cougars tend to drop the games they should sometimes win. Three and one with loss against Boise State, but three and one would be good. That would be great. I'll take three and one right now. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Coming up, Chevy Chase was not there, but BYU volleyball did go on a European vacation. Robbie Sutton joins us next with the highlights. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Studio B of BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYURadio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, simulcast on BYU TV. Nice. Speaking of BYU TV, June 23rd, less than a month. Three and a half weeks? Six days? Three and a half weeks, something like that. Uh, Football Media Day. We're talking football. We're talking the, the four games on Twitter that we think will define BYU season. Use hashtag BYUSN. June 23rd, live on BYU TV, BYU Football Media Day. Details Look, TBD, you... but we've got a special BYU Sports What else are you doing on June 23rd? Day. An extended version. It's a Monday in the middle of the summer, you're talking BYU football. Absolutely. That's what you're doing. Media Day Lots of interesting is the place stuff. to be. Our Twitter question today, what will BYU football's record be against... The 50-50 opponents, as we have dubbed them, Houston, Utah State, Central Florida, and Boise State. Boise State. What will their record be? Send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN. Our first guest today, Robbie Sutton, came on super strong Bob, at the end of the volleyball season. I think he goes by Bob now. Is that right? Bob, Bob Sutton? Uh, Bert, Bob Sutton. whatever you want. Bert. Okay. Bert, that's the team. Junior name. setter for oh, okay. BYU Volleyball, the back-to-back MPSF champs, and fresh off a European tour. Glad you made it back safely. Thanks. Uh, okay, so Croatia, Slovenia, Austria, Czech Republic, and Venice, it, right? Italy? Venice. In Italy. Nice little stop in Venice to end the trip, yeah. Did we miss anything? Is that all uh, you did? That's, that's all we got to do, yeah. <laughs> did you play volleyball? <laughs> yeah, we did, actually. <laughs> just, just enough to make it seem like business and uh, still have fun, though. How many matches did you actually play and in what countries? We played seven matches. So we played two in the Czech Republic two in Slovenia against their national team, their B team, and then um, three in Croatia. How did you guys do? We did really well. We, I think we went five for seven, um, beat the Slovenian team once, split with them. That was probably the best team we saw, okay. so it was, it was good to beat them. Nice. Five and two, so you beat a national team. Yeah, their, their B team, their A team was out playing uh, in Russia, but we beat all their backups. So We're big on food here, and I'm sure that you, you ate some great things, maybe some interesting things. What was the best thing you ate and the worst thing you ate on your European tour? Best thing, they took us in Slovenia, they took us up on this mountain and gave us this just meat fest. They had these sausages. I don't remember what they call them, but they're pretty famous in Eastern Europe. That was probably the best thing we ate. Um, worst thing? 
just the bland food. They don't have a lot of flavor. So in general, mm. I wasn't like super surprised with every meal I had. But so you didn't eat anything weird like silkworm larvae or no. like. <laughs> no. <laughs> By the way, I've eaten that and it's not good. But... Wow, that sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, <I didn't... laughs> Robbie Sutton Jr. Setter on the BYU volleyball team is uh, in America on BYU Sports Nation. What was the coolest, uh, I guess, place you saw? Uh, I noticed you guys went to some beaches and yeah. up in the mountains and all that. Yeah, there's the coolest place is probably the National Park in Croatia. They have this really famous place that has, like, miles of waterfalls. And it's just these big lakes that the whole entire thing turns into waterfalls. It's pretty amazing. That's At any awesome. point during this trip, are you thinking, I'm in Europe. Like, this, yeah. is, this is crazy. Was that not surreal for I'm you? on a boat. <laughs> It was. It was crazy. Sometimes it'd be like you'd be sitting in a restaurant feeling like you're in America because it feels the same. And then you look around, and you're like, wow, we're like in Italy right now. Or just it was it was pretty surreal. That's I know awesome. Jerem wants to ask this question, but, I, you know, so I don't I'm, even know where you're going. I'm going to ask him, how was the nightclub scene in Europe? Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? Didn't try it once. <laughs> That's the most awkward BYU question ever. <laughs> That's what makes it fantastic. Come on, Jerem. Okay, All I did right. not want to ask okay. that question, but whatever. <laughs> whatever, dude. Whatever. Uh, I noticed that. Uh, I noticed that uh, Kresimir Chosic, uh, you know, great influence in Croatia. Yeah. His daughter went to one of the matches. Apparently, do you know who Kresimir Chosic is and kind yeah, of the legacy we, there with BYU basketball? It was cool. We had, the mission president in Croatia came and gave us like a Sunday school lesson, almost specifically on him and his impact he had, wow. which was really cool to see all the impact that he had, but I, I didn't know his daughter was there, actually. If it, maybe I'm wrong. Whoops. Maybe it wasn't if you didn't know, but I, I heard, or I guess I've read different stuff on Instagram yeah. or on Facebook, but just the legacy that he meant, and if you're not familiar with who he was, uh, played basketball in the 70s here at BYU, uh, ended up converting to the church, translated the Book of Mormon uh, into yeah. English, was an ambassador to the United States with Croatia, passed away, but he's one of two BYU basketball players or coaches in the Basketball Hall of Fame. He, I mean, the guy is legit. And so you guys go to Croatia where he had this major influence. What yeah. did you learn about him? Just learned how everybody in Croatia loved him before he even came. He pretty much just left without anybody knowing. He bought two plane tickets, one to Provo and one to California because he was getting recruited by UCLA too and just ended up coming just completely on faith because he felt like he needed to. Got to New York and decided he was going to take – the trip to Provo instead of UCLA. So it's wow. it pretty yeah, faith-filled story that you don't really see that part of it in the normal story. Well, that should tell That's you amazing. something. He was being recruited by UCLA and John Wooden in the 70s. Yeah. That is, BYU, That's the Wooden. caliber of player he BYU was. BYU just won the NIT uh, in 66. So BYU was a hot topic with hoops. But he has this major influence. So you guys go to Croatia, uh, Slovenia, uh, Austria, Czech Republic, Italy. Which was the coolest country to go to? I think Austria. Well, Amsterdam specifically, the city. It just has a... It's a cool little energy. We only had like eight hours there and a layover, but walking through the little streets and the canals and stuff, um, I was with Evan and Bennett, and we just had a blast walking through the city of Amsterdam. Awesome. Yeah. So, so Bennett got to go. Bennett Bird? Yeah, everybody awesome. got to go. So. Devin Young even went, who yeah. was graduated. graduated. Taylor did not go because he's with the World League team. Yeah, doing, doing work against Bulgaria yeah. while we're uh, having fun in Europe, too. How much contact do you have with him? Uh, now that he's gone on to work with Team USA, and, and are you following him? What's going on with that? Yeah, I think all of us are following him. It's fun to see how, how well he's doing so far. Um, I've texted him a little bit. I think all of us are in contact with him. He, he keeps in good contact with us. Robbie Sutton's on BYU Sports Nation. Muriel, or 
Kirill Maritev yeah. uh, is Bulgarian. Yes. Taylor Sanders in Bulgaria playing there. Does uh, Kirill give you any anything about Bulgaria since Taylor's there? Does he feed Taylor some he, lines to say <laughs> against the other team? I think you probably gave him a little bit of lingo to trash talk. I don't know. He actually was at the match. So Kir- oh, yeah, that. Kirill stayed in Europe before uh, before we left. He went back to Bulgaria, and so he went to the match. He hung out with him the night after the match, and so I think they had a good time nice. in Bulgaria together. Is now the time when I say my Bulgarian? Yes. The only Bulgarian. Which means? Bulgarian fluently. That's all I know. That's <laughs> yeah. how, the irony of that statement. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie Sutton, junior setter for BYU Men's Volleyball on BYU Sports Nation. You were part of the MPSF All-Tournament team. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I mean, you stepped into a huge role when Tyler Heap, your roommate, got injured. And you really dominated in that tournament. Uh, so much so that they honored you with that tournament team selection. Given the, I guess, the added time and the success that you had late in the season, mm-hmm. are you the starter now? You have to ask Coach that. I don't think, I don't think <laughs> any decisions are made until uh, January 1st turns around and we got some games coming up. But. I guess it's a good problem to have if you're the coach, right? I think so, yeah. I think you got two high-caliber setters that can do a lot of good for you. Is it awkward that your roommate, Tyler Heap, <laughs> is the other guy that you'll be competing with? Not at all. I think it makes it less awkward. Yeah. Because we get to spend time just, I mean, him and his fiance were there with mine and my fiance last night. We're both just getting married right out. in the summer? Yeah, and both within the month. So it's just, it's kind of nice to have a, a relationship other than the competitive one that we have on the court. What's the competitive one like? Uh, we don't talk about it much. It just kind of happens when we're on the court, I think. And it's it's uh, pretty competitive. Every, every day is, it's fun because we just go out there and compete against each other really what were hard. the conversations like when you were stepping in for him and doing and doing a nice job like what was he giving you tips or i mean were you were you confiding in each other what was happening there mostly confiding he was he was real real good about after we i remember we came in after usc the second set and it was like the first time that i kind of got the unknown off my back and was able to lead the team and he was he just came in and gave me a huge hug and was like super supportive instead of being the disgruntled injured player he was really great about <laughs> about uh just being super supportive in the stands uh you know he, he wasn't even on the bench because he only have so many roster spots so yeah he's in the stands you guys win the mpsf tournament uh you have a tough five set loss to stanford in the ncaa uh semifinals. uh what's what's it been like since then as you get ready for the 2015 season without uh taylor sander and devin young um i don't know i think it's been personal for everybody there hasn't been a lot of team stuff going on, but I was in the gym or in the locker room yesterday and already seeing two or three guys back in the weight weightlifting and so I think it's a personal thing already. We've we've had some sour endings the last two years and so everybody's taken it upon themselves to, to get back there again. It seems like uh of all the years where maybe you needed uh the foreign trip, you can take one every four years. It was yeah. this year. Yeah. It's that you won't have Taylor. You, this is a different group. You guys need to mesh, and uh, there's some value in that, yeah. taking that trip. There's a lot of value. I've never spent two full weeks with 20 other people, and uh, so it was great. There was some like tension, I'm sure, after two weeks, so I think all of that helped being able to spend every meal for two weeks with those guys we're going to play <laughs> with next year. Who do you dislike the most now? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, who's the loudest eater? Who's the most annoying? Yeah, who 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 was like the funny? Who was like the funniest guy on the trip or the funniest goofiest guy? guy? I don't know. Those long bus rides took the worst out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> 
for I example? Think, I don't think one can put it. Well, we would play Finny. It's a card game. We played way too much Finny. And so um, everybody had their bout of being the funny guy when they would get beaten Finny. So. Who's the person <laughs> most likely to get lost in Europe? Lost <laughs> Not in Tim Dobbert. Not Josue Rivera because Hose, you just you just look at oh it would even with his shoes <laughs> oh, that's true his Maybe neon beacon emanating shoes like where's oh, there's there's Jose, he's over there right? I can I can see there's a gleam over there <laughs> but I want to ask you about that too the dynamic of having a German a Puerto Rican and a Bulgarian on yeah. this team when you went to Europe it was cool because like we meet people and it kind of give us a little bit of street cred I think <laughs> I mean, we met a guy in in a McDonald's one time that was from you went Germany. to McDonald's in Europe. Way too many times. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I only ate there once, but a lot of the te- guys on That's the team were there, were there a lot. But yeah, it was a nice mid... Uh, I went there a week into it. It was a nice taste of home when I was missing it. But yeah, we, we were just there. That was the meeting spot all the time because there's always a McDonald's. So, And we met a German guy from a town right next to uh, Tim's, te- Tim's town. So it was cool to be able to relate to people in a really... Mm, not close way, but... Yeah. In a way. Sure. I get it. The, the dynamic of BYU volleyball with the exposure they get on BYU TV and the fact that it is a niche sport and it's really popular in Europe. Yeah. Did you have people recognize you? Were, were they aware of BYU volleyball and what they do when you were playing over there? I, I don't think any of us on the street met anybody like that, but at the games, we would, we would have a great crowd. Um, hmm. BYU fans lined every um match except for a couple but some of the matches we got 20 30 BYU fans out really there. like yeah. people sporting BYU gear and yeah I mean it was a lot of like mission presidents or members that are over there doing international work but um to see those kind of people come out and just glean off of the little time they have with a BYU team was really cool and I think BYU TV helps that attachment um for those guys too and that's one of the f- the most fun parts about being involved with BYU volleyball is that there's so many uh, BYU fans all over the place that yeah. are just crazy passionate. What kind of influence have you seen uh, across the country as you not only plan matches but interact with people that might watch you on TV? Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember watching the rerun of USC. I watched it way too many times. And there was, like, t- tweets from Europe all over the place, and that yeah. was just cool. And then I, we got, I got a friend request from some on Facebook from some international coach. And so it's just... You're like, all right, professional. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, no, I don't even know. Who, I don't know who he is. I don't know what team he coaches for. But just to know, like, people are watching us. Yeah, they're aware of over. you. Yeah, and I wouldn't have expected that going over there. I didn't know how we matched up with the caliber of play, and so it was fun to go and, and beat some of those teams and know that we we can hang with a lot of the professional teams, even though we didn't play the high level ones. Robbie Sutton, junior setter for BYU men's volleyball. Great to have you back on set. We've already got your autograph, I believe. We have yeah. your Herbie yep. Hancock, I believe. Right? <laughs> yes, we, yeah. we have Robbie's autograph. Uh, but uh, it's, it's great you made it back. Thank Thanks you. for the European update. And, you know, we, we wish you many, uh, I guess, instances with not bland food now that you're back in America. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Lift some weights, brother. Yes, will do. <laughs> Speak for yourself, yeah. Jerem. I don't need to. I'm not on scholarship. No. Okay. <laughs> hey, Robbie, thanks, man. Thanks. Our Twitter question today, how many games will BYU win in the 50-50 category against Houston, Utah State, Central Florida, and Boise State? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Up next, fresh off her appearance on American Ninja Warrior, the Luge Coup, Kate Hansen in studio. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. 
Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. Mustache. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> added that to my handle yet. Hey, log on to BYUTVSports.com today for the latest in BYU Sports news, articles, interviews, highlights, and the film room, which I love. Go to BYUTVSports.com today. We are finally reunited with one of our BYU Sports Nation friends. Our next guest, Kate Hansen, the Luge Coog, Olympian, Luge Extraordinaire, back on set. Welcome, welcome back, Kate. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Happy to be reunited with my boys, you know. Now, we should explain something that we didn't explain. We didn't tell you this was on TV now. Yeah. <laughs> you just worked out. No, yeah. I literally was so stoked that it was a radio interview because I thought, <laughs> how is. nice. I don't have to wear anything specific. I can just, I can just be me. Like, this is me yes. raw. Well, I'm you're... very raw right now, so... Just came from. That's what we want, though. You know, that's just what that's what Luge fans and Kook fans that's what they love. You know, so <laughs> I'm ready to bring it to the people. Well, we we're glad to have you back. We've had uh, fun chatting with you in different countries, uh, you know, all over the place. So fun to have you back here. But you 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 went to the Olympics, and now after the Olympics, <laughs> you've had this awesome stardom. You had less Twitter followers than Spencer before the Olympics. Now you have 23,000. You have 22,000 more than me. Uh, and you have the uh, Twitter check mark. You've had all sorts of things uh, happen to you. Let's just name some and then add to this if we missed any. Jimmy Kimmel, White House, Dodgers game. Throw out, out the first pitch. Uh, Today Show, American Ninja Warrior this week, Beyonce. Did we miss anything significant? Um, no, th- those are probably the big ones. What's been the coolest thing? No, no, no. Let, let's oh. ask this. What is the second best thing oh, that you've done this. since the Olympics besides what you're doing yeah. right now? Oh, well, clearly, I've been looking forward to this interview for months. So. White House, be very fortunate. Yeah. Um, well, President Obama, pretty cool dude. Um, personally, I didn't vote for him, but he was a nice guy. So okay. Okay. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed Barry and Michelle. Super cool. And then, um, yeah, we tight now. So, Barry! <laughs> yeah, we're on like really good times. And then, <laughs> probably throwing out the first pitch at Dodger Stadium because my family's had what well, we had season tickets all growing up, mm-hmm. and that I like bleed Dodger blue more, kind of more so than Cougar blue, unfortunately. But I like. Did you get to meet Understood. the players? Yeah, I met some of them. So, who's and, your favorite player? Well, okay, Andre Ethier has been like my boy since I was little. I had the biggest crush on him. But back when we had season tickets, like I could name the whole lineup back in like 2004. That was when I was like real big on okay. it. But now we're getting so many new people. And then, I mean, and we had a really good run last year, but now we're kind of struggling. And Puig's a wild card, so you never yes, know. He is. So, but. Ethier's a good dude. I've met him. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Met him in Colorado. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Playing the Rockies. Yeah, yeah. he's a big deal. So I like did, him. Did you throw a strike? Of course. I practiced all morning. I actually Did threw, you really throw a strike? Well, I threw a curveball, so that's what I went On for. On purpose? No. More importantly, <laughs> did you ground it when you threw the first no, pitch? No, he Kate? caught it. No, he, it, he, was, it was caught. Right. Yes. Yeah, it I know he caught it. It wasn't Fitty Sen. Into, did you see that? I saw a picture of it. It was yeah. pretty horrendous. It was bad. I Ask th- Jerem Jordan how he, how he did in his first pitch experience. I threw it out at just BYU. It's not the Dodgers. There were no Doyer dogs deal. there. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I grounded it. <laughs> really? I have the ball. It's very dirty. Wow. Dirty. It was really awkward because no one oh. clapped or anything. It was, it like, was just like, a, hey. Was, yeah. Hi. Thanks for coming. I went like this. Ah! Uh, Swear word! Yeah, so. Jerem did have a suit on. I'll give him that. Well, what? Do, I mean, oh. what, are, what are you doing now, Kate? Like, yeah, what's, what now? What's happening now? You know, I'm in school, and it's it's rough, to say the least. It's really hard to be in class when I feel like I could be taking over the world right now, but um, I'm in class, and then 
I'm just kind of, I'm doing, giving, I'm speaking a lot, so I'm kind of traveling around, and I'm actually heading back to California to go coach, like, a luge clinic that's being held in my hometown, so I actually leave today, so I'm stoked about it. Uh, I want to ask you about one of those speaking engagements. Uh, My dad gives me a call a couple (laughs) months ago when I'm at the NCAA tournament in Milwaukee for men's basketball, and he says, Kate Hansen says hi. (laughs) My dad lives in Asheville, North Carolina, and I was like, huh? You yeah. went and spoke at my dad's stake, yeah, or something. I totally did. So and I my was dad a, went up and yeah, it came up to something. me and I was like, "Oh, ha- pleasure, all mine, pleasure." I was on a road trip from New York to LA, mm. so and we have friends in Asheville, so I gave a fireside there, and then in Nashville, and then in Oklahoma City, and then it was just awesome a tour, you know. You're except- all up- you're all over the place. Okay, so between touring and giving speeches and being on American Ninja Warrior, which by the <laughs> Can way, we was address awesome. that yeah, for let's a talk second? About let's address that. it. Okay, let's thir- talk about third it. stage. I thought I thought you were fantastic. The second one, you went a little slow on, but that's fine. You got through it. And then the third stage, what happened? <laughs> you know, I expected great things. Okay, well, here's the thing about American Ninja Warrior: you can't go through the course at all. So I was getting contacted before the show, like, "Oh, come train with us," yada yada yada. And I'm like. Oh, that'd be kind of cool, but like, the, I'm not gonna. This isn't that serious for me. Yeah. I kind of think this yeah. is hilarious. And so, um, so when I got to the show, there's like all these free runners and parkour guys like giving me tips, and I'm just like <laughs> sick. And then, but you can't run through it at all. So it's just like off the cuff. And yeah. so the third one, you know, there, there were like a line of ropes. You know, uh, it's like a ladder. Of, it's like a yeah, slack line yeah, ladder. Yeah. And looking back, obviously I've critiqued. You know, gone over film, broken down gone the over, film, yeah, and broken it all down. And you know, I should have just gone straight across like a like a real slack line instead of trying to go for the ladder thing. But that's all right. I'm just grateful that there wasn't water underneath yeah. because that if was, it was like the Japanese version. It would have been well, like every mud other, and craziness. Right. Every other obstacle had water underneath, and I it was at 2 a.m when they filmed it. Oh. So it's freezing. And so, <laughs> and I had to leave on a flight like four hours later. Why are they filming it at 2 a.m.? Because the lighting has to be the same. Wow. So you check in at like six and then they don't film till like 11 and they film 11 to five. And then my flight was at five. So I was lucky because I was going straight to the airport. So I was lucky that I didn't fall in water because that would have been a miserable <laughs> plane flight. So I was grateful for that. So you fell on the third one on purpose. Is that what you're telling yeah, me? Yeah, pretty much that was my strategy. I want to go home. No, but okay. here's the thing. The fourth one I wouldn't have made anyway. The jump from this little trampoline to the pull-up bar, I just would have probably done a flip off of it. Like, there was no chance that was happening. So hmm. I got lucky, I think. Kate That's Hansen, cool, though. You got yeah. America Ninja like Warrior star, <laughs> Luge Coog, Olympian on BYU Sports Nation. Great to have you back. Uh, you're working in classes amidst a crazy schedule. What's the next year for you like? Um, that's a good question. So I'm going to be home for the summer, um, working and just, I haven't been in California for like seven years for summer. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. And how have you survived that? I know you're a Cali girl at heart. I know. I know. That's why I like made it a point. I was like, I'm going home this summer. I don't care what anyone says. So, but then for fall, I'll be back in school full time. My first fall, my first fall winter semesters consecutively in like eight years. Wow. It'll be rough. It'll be really rough. You can go to football games. We're talking about football today as well. I mean, I mean, clearly, like next year's supposed to be the year. You know, like right. next year we're gonna actually bring it to them. And every year I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd like to think this is actually the year, but I've seen our home schedule and Savannah State. I just well, that's the weakest of the games. I know, but why? I, this is not. Never mind. You're, we'll trying, you're trying to get a win. If everyone plays an FCS or a Division One AA team. Everyone does it. It's true. I just yeah. grew up USC UCLA. So, like, that's, like, yeah. my standard of footballs. But, mm-hmm. obviously, 
I mean, Lane Kiffin had a rough year anyway, so yeah. it's all right. Wow, you are a Cali girl. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Kate Hansen, a friend of Barry Obama's on BYU Sports <laughs> Nation. And Michelle. Um, so when, uh, so are you going to graduate in 2024 or 25? Um, probably like 2030. It's going to be a long time in Provo. So. Yeah. Joking, joking aside. No, not joking aside, I guess. Uh, what's, your, what's your major again? And then uh, do you have a plan on when you'd like to graduate at some point? To me, if I'm in the Olympics, I'm like, undergrad? That doesn't matter. I'll go. I'll take my time. Like, I'd, I'll do, I'd do the same thing. Yeah. Um, American Ninja Warrior? I got yeah, stuff, I'm going to be a ninja in my spare time. I don't have a major, but I finished on my GE, so I need to, like, decide now. Um, if anyone has any ideas for me, you know. Broadcast journalism. Okay. We can help you. We can. Okay. Will, you be, will you be a guest host with us on BYU Sports Nation? Like, if Jeremiah are sick, would you come on and host the show with sure. us? Sure. Oh, I'd be all about that. That'd be okay. really fun. Well, get this. So, when I threw the pitch at Dodger Stadium, they offered me a job for the what? summer to be the on-field camera girl. So Really? So, I may get, like, actually kind of good at it, and then and then I'll come work yeah, for yeah. you guys. So, that you'd be, like, are, the sideline reporter on the broadcast? Like, I think the one that With like, Vin Scully or like inside, the 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 studio, in studio, inside the stadium? Inside the stadium. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, in stadium with, like, the fans. Like. Gotcha. So, I don't know. It'll be pretty funny. Have you met Vin Scully? Uh, no, I haven't. Are Maybe. you going to do this? Have you committed to do this? Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Are you kidding? Yeah. This okay. is like a life. This is, like, a dream. Yeah. I've been following up. Yeah. I'm on it. So, that's your dream job. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what my dream. My dream was to go to the Olympics, and so Done. now check, check, check. peaked. Get, get a blue check mark peaked. on Twitter. I'm check. I'm peaking right now. Um, <laughs> but you know how, like, on your birthday you make a wish, or like you blow your eyelash, you make a wish. Like, I don't really have any more like wishes yet. It was always the Olympics, and now it's done, and now I just I gotta reevaluate my life. People don't uh, uh, don't often get that wish made, but like. Like flip a coin into water. Right, every wish. For me, I was it was little. like kiss a certain girl in high school. No, like literally? that was that was. It the didn't thing. happen. Yeah. Yeah. It never little. happened. <laughs> Candace <laughs> Knutson. <laughs> Sorry, Whitney. Okay. <laughs> that was it. I don't ever even since, know we're married. Name now. Okay. Ever since I was little, every wish, like we, my family, when I was in Italy, the Trevi Fountain, like Olympics, every wishbone, every little dandelion you blow, every eyelash, every birthday was always the Olympics. So everything's built up to 2014, and now it's over. So now I'm just like... <sighs> okay, now, I, now I'm starting to really grasp why you had tears in your eyes during the opening ceremonies. Like, oh. I, I get it. Oh, like, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's deep, you know? It's deep. And did I, did I tell you I was listening? R. Yeah, Kelly? Yeah. yeah. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you, you told, told us you were going you were to, going but to. Yeah. You, you actually yeah. did. Oh, of course. Are you kidding? I, like, had my iPod charged. I was, that was one moment I was not going to ruin like, I didn't care if I crashed in the Olympics, but that was one moment I was not going to let pass. And you didn't. You performed admirably. Yeah, I got real lucky. Yeah, I was stoked on a top 10 finish. Some people ask me, they go, are you disappointed with your finish? And I'm just like, no. Rude, A. <laughs> Don't ask anyone that question. And B. Face punch. Yeah. Uh, no, I was stoked. I was way pumped. I had really, I had, I had really bad twaining. Willie, Willie. I had really bad training the week before, so I got, I got pretty lucky. Not to mention you had broken your foot and whatnot. Yeah, considering recently. all the setbacks yeah. in my life, yeah. yeah. My career has been 90% failure and only 10% success. So <laughs> Listen, though, your 10% success included the Olympics. Count. I made a count. The ultimate. Yeah. Yes. I, so I'm watching the opening ceremonies, and I see you crying, and like I started getting emotional, honestly. Just like, hey, you told us that you would enjoy that moment, and you did. Like I loved yeah. that. Well, and the, you represented BYU. You represented Mormons to a degree, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, that yeah. Was, that was a big moment. The best part was like we were – I was with the speed skaters up in the front because um, it was like our first Olympics. And oh, I would get the question because I was so stoked to be there. They'd be like, is this your first Olympics? And I'd be like, well, you think I just come to five in my spare time? You think I just <laughs> I'm 20. Yeah, you just think – oh, it yeah. It looks like I've been here. Uh-huh. Because so, oh. some people, yeah, this is my fourth, my fifth, and they're like over it. So 
the speed skaters, it was all of our first time. So we were in the front. We had all of our arms linked and we were walking in. It, there was just so much spirit. Like it was, it was, I couldn't even contain it. And you walk in and like, it was just like lights everywhere. And I felt like I was in the Hunger Games. And like, <laughs> it's like all I saw was just like colors. And then I was just like, this is it. This is real. And then everyone just like all of Team America, all of our arms were linked. And we were just screaming and yelling and cheering. And then I was crying. So awesome. number of texts on your phone after that. So here's the best part. So I was in Russia. So I turned off my eye. So I couldn't get texts, but the Facebook one is that I got like a thousand out of bites. control. I'm sure I can't even go on Facebook anymore. It's just too overwhelming. <laughs> That's a good problem. I can't do it. <laughs> good problem. When you're friends with Barry Obama and Michelle, you can't. It's just too Facebook much. Anymore. I screenshotted all my notifications. It was like like 1,200 friend requests and like like 500 notifications. Like it was. I just I can't do it. Will you accept Jerem's friend requests on Facebook? Have I not? I just can't. I can't go through <laughs> He's anymore. He's doing it right now. <laughs> I have to go. I'll have no, no, to go listen. through. The, this this friend request yeah, okay. matters the most, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Kate Hansen, the Luge Cougar on BYU Sports need, Nation. I don't need some digital thing to tell me what a friend is. <laughs> I know, needs, I know. Who needs Facebook? Can you know? please be my friend, who Kate? <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 no, but really, will you be my friend? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I can take care of that. Uh, given that you had such an awesome Olympic experience, do you not want to go back again? Oh, I would love to go back again. I've, I've realized I love... I love the Olympics and I love everything it stands for and I loved every second of it. Such a commitment. But the four years beforehand, I hated. Yeah. I, it was... You hated? Pretty close. Mm. It was rough. Like I said, 90% of my career has been failure. I Literally, I've raced in 100 races in my in my career and I could probably name nine that wow. I actually rose to the occasion and just crushed it. Mm. The other 91 were just like wildly mediocre or terrible. So the four years getting to it, I'm grateful I got to be all part of it. I'm grateful I got to experience all of it. But to go another four, it would take it would take everything out of me. But I would love if the Olympics yeah. if the Olympics were in a year. Oh, yeah. I'd be there in a heartbeat. This was a pinnacle season for you. You got your first World Cup win. You go to the Olympics. My first and only and most likely last. So I'll relish <laughs> and, and in that it moment. Happened, it happened after what, Kate? I have a lot, a lot of, a lot of trials in my life and a, lot, a big broken foot. And who knows? Yeah. So you overcame that and you had BYU Sports Nation karma. I did. Right? Yeah, I totally did. You yes. took it to Russia. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, back in the day, we asked you if you'd bring us back something from Sochi. Mm-hmm. I did not I don't forget. Wanna, I don't want to come off desperate here, but do you, you have wanna, anything for us? Well, I would never let my boys down. So. Yes. Okay. Here we yes. go. Um, it was a thought. I mean, obviously, when I was in the Olympics, I didn't really care that I was racing, but I was more concerned about what I was going to bring back for the studio. I appreciate that <laughs> lie a lot. <laughs> um, I brought back. I brought back a little. Yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah! Awesome! <laughs> Front and center. I don't they even know what these it. are called. The, They're called the little Russian dolls. I don't, I don't know what I forget the Russian name for him, but it says like... The what? A Nutrishka? Something like that. I should know this. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Um, but it says Sochi. And it was like personally... Thank you. It was like personally painted and like you can put like M&Ms in there if you want. Yeah. Spencer <laughs> will put all the Skittles in there. And yeah. Yes. Thank you. It's for Kate, you guys. This is Thank awesome. You. This is from Sochi. This yeah, is fantastic. That's it. From an Olympian, Kate Hansen. You Thank you very that. much. You could sell that for a lot of money. So. Heck no. No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Listen, this will, go, this will go up here by the cheese on the list of... When people come on the set, they go, what is that doing here? <laughs> You're like, don't you know what it is? Why do you have a piece of cheese? Went Look to Wisconsin. It. Oh, she's so Thank cute. You. We, pre- <laughs> we appreciate you bringing that. Hey, us. anytime. Yeah. Okay, thanks so much. Yeah, it's, it's been great to have you. 
Yeah, you can't oh, leave can, without signing our our Sports Nation flag. Can we get your Herbie Hancock? Oh wow, I'm honored. Look at this is when you know we, you've made it. We generally I don't only even have care about the Olympics anymore. This all these it. all these people have been on American Ninja Warrior. That's what that is. Yeah, these so these are all true ninjas. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is why you're one of our favorite, Kate Hansen. Okay, and, and we're going to hold you to your word. When, uh, if I'm sick or if we'd, Jared's sick, we'd love to have you guest host. We'd love to have you guest host. Okay. You can teach um, us the tricks of the trade after you learn it from Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium, yeah. Right. I'll be all up in there. <laughs> I guess it depends on who we have the show to, who we have on the show, too, you know? Like, if we're, like, winning season, like, with the football team, okay. then, like, maybe we could do it, but... Do you have any requests? Like, do you have a guest that you want to have on that day? Um... I mean, it's obviously within the BYU world, right? We can't be putting out, like, Kobe Bryant requests. Or... Uh, we ask every day and we get to know. Yeah, yeah. Co- yeah, Kobe said no to us 17 times now. So. Like, why would I be on BYU TV? No, yeah, you think about that, Kate. Hey, you let me know. Okay. Your people call my people. We can, we can get that. We we'll can tweet that at you. We'll Facebook message you. <laughs> okay. uh, ooh, I probably wouldn't go that way. Facebook friends! Yeah. <laughs> How will BYU fare in what we have identified as four pivotal games in the BYU football season? Your tweets and our thoughts next. This is BYU Sports Nation. She brought us something from Russia. Yeah. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Videos on BYUtv.org slash DVR. Audio is on BYUsportsNation.com. Pinnacle moment for us just a few moments ago. When we got this Russian doll, I still don't know the name of it. What's the name of it? I can't remember. But it's a Matruska. Matruska. Is, is Every, what, everyone knows that. Matruska. Duh. From the Sochi Winter Olympics, Kate Hansen, the Luge Cook, delivered it to us just moments ago. How cool is that? You know what? She's real. Oh, man. And that's why I love it. It's, she's fun, you know? And she's, like, she's what we all wish we could do, right? Be in the Olympics. Go to the White House, throw out the first pitch at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, rub shoulders with Barry Obama. With Barry Obama. <laughs> I, quote, I didn't vote for him, but he's a cool dude. Oh. <laughs> it's so good. She also said, hey, next time I come on the show, tell me that it's going to be on TV. Okay? <laughs> that was the last thing she said as she walked out first the First and last thing. Wait a minute. I oh, thought it was the radio only. so good. No, she's fun. She, I mean, it, I think it's really cool that someone like her reps BYU, and to a degree, the church, in the Olympics like that. Because she's a normal, fun. I would I would say she's abnormal in that she's outgoing and fun. Like I I love the fact that we've had her on like four or five times. She brings it. She does not hide uh, and, anything. And we are dead serious about having her as a guest host on the show in the future. Media day for BYU football. Take some vacation. Way. Kate Hansen and I will rock. It. Okay. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Now now I see. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I know, now I know why you want to go on vacation. Go on vacation, Spencer. Yeah. Good. Stay away for a long good time, man. Hey, uh, late August is right around the corner. By the way. That's exactly right. Countdown to Connecticut. 92 days. Kate Hansen is predicting a 20-plus point victory at Connecticut. She's not too pumped about the BYU football season, <laughs> is she? <laughs> she will be. She will be. When she they, comes, when they go 4-0 in that 50-50 category, right? Let's do it. Okay. Up next, <laughs> a loaded Cougar whip around. Plus, more of your tweets. Use the hashtag BYUSN. This is Tyler Haas, and you are tuned into BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. You know what time it is, bro. You know what it is. Every Tuesday night. It's na- time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. Get cut off every time. Today's Ziggy Ansah's 25th birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Zig. Happy birthday. 
Also in football news, Kelly Papinga, BYU outside linebackers coach, tweeted last night, great visit with the Niners the last couple days. BYU football just got better. Thanks, 49ers. Boom. Soccer. Garrett G. was on the show yesterday and received BYU Sports Nation karma. He's going to have a big game. As the undefeated men's soccer team plays at FC Tucson tonight, their first road test. Track and field. It's going to be hot. Today, the men and women's teams can uh, begin competition in the NCAA regionals in Arkansas. Good luck. Cougars in the PGA. Daniel Summerhays in the Memorial Tournament in Ohio today. He's two over for his round, tied for 64th. Mike Weir tees off at 327 Eastern. Tomorrow on the show, Edward Fusi, Remington watch list candidate Niss. Uh, he's, he's a center on the football team, not the basketball team. Yeah. Rise and shout. Kate Obvious Hansen. one here. Kate Hansen. Kate Hansen. Uh, she brought us a... Uh, Manushka. Man- was that, that what it was? <laughs> is that what it is? Matrushka. Matrushka. <laughs> no, I don't have uh, an earpiece in my ear telling me things. Somewhere Kyle Collinsworth is like, you idiots. Come on. And but he's yelling it in Russian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the Twitter machine. Let's do it. Tweet, tweet. Were you mocking How are your me to- there? How are, are you your toes mocking, right there? Are you mocking me there? How are your toes? Did I step on them? Whatever. What will BYU's record be against Houston, Utah State, Central Florida, and Boise State in football Four this season? At Crazy Coog Fanatic. I'm forever a cockeyed optimist. 4 0, baby. <laughs> I like Four that. 4 0. I just imagine the 4 0. 4 0. At Laser Sheep, 3 and 1 is my well cogitated response. I think a hiccup against Utah State or Central Florida might equal a loss as long as our offense is hot, maybe four wins. I think, yeah, 3 and 1 would be good. 3 and 1 seems reasonable. It just does for me. Yeah. At Sports underscore Blue, 4 and 0. UCF and BSU are not as good as they have been in recent years, but those games are on the road. That's the thing. Utah yeah. State and Provo, Houston is the only question, but also a home game. And five days off of. Texas. Texas, yeah. yeah. Uh, and last but not least, at World Trade Man, we need to go 4-0 and win by at least 21 on all four. Bronco must pray and receive answer to massacre evil opponents. Okay. My one guarantee for this football season, BYU beats Virginia by 30. <laughs> I hope so, man. I'm sticking hey, by thanks it. to our guests, Robbie Sutton, Kate Hansen. Follow us on Twitter and stuff, at BYU Sports Nation. Volleyball! Yes, also for the Matrusco. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this in chairs. <laughs> Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com. For Jeremiah Spencer, shout out to Eddie Sampson. We're back to work tomorrow.